Hey, dear sister. Good, good to be here. Good to be here. Good to be here. Good to be here. Hi, everyone. This is Kate, and thank you for joining Choose to Live Free podcast. <sighs> the number seven is regarded as a powerful number that means completion or perfection. 2016 to 2023 has been seven years of refinement, sadness, happiness, joy, chaos, peace, surrender, disobedience, obedience, silence, pain, rejection, disappointment, health struggles, loss, grief, sustenance, growth, abundance, stability, forgiveness, tears. These and so much more are the experiences my heart transformation has been through. I did not even realize that this was the seventh year, 2023, until during a recent episode of the Heart Transformation series that I had that aha moment that, wow, it's been seven years of this journey. The number seven is quite significant in the Holy Bible, and it appears over 700 times throughout the Old and New Testament. I know some of you are probably thinking of the number seven in what you know about the Bible. In biblical numerology, we see God moving through seven acts, seven things, seven times experiences, seven deacons, seven spirits, end of creation, Sabbath. It's a meaning of spiritual completeness. This completeness, this feeling of being rested, settled, assured, anchored in the Lord, anchored in something that is greater and bigger than you, anchored in someone that you know, no matter what happens, you know where your comfort is, you know where your faith is, you know where your belief lies, you know for a fact that he's there. This perpetual feeling of joy, yes, perpetual feeling of joy, acceptance, peace, resolute, warrior focus, freedom did not happen by wishing and waiting. It happened by tears, by fears, by weird experiences in dreams and visions, by confirmations from people and leaning into those confirmations. It happened by diligence, consistency of studying his word and reading, even if you know you, you, I don't understand, doing all those things. It happened by strong pursuit to get deeper and closer, no matter the cost. No matter the cost. <laughs> no matter the cost, dear sister, the pursuit of healing, holiness, has cost me transformation. It has cost me sleepless nights, looking like a fool, being misunderstood, losing relationships such as friendships, money when it comes to not having you know, enough and because you're trying to pursue God. And so the, the things that you can desire to pursue, the Holy Spirit is tempering you and pausing you and putting a boundary around your heart so you don't sin. It, have cost, it has cost me the dreams I thought I had, right? The, it has cost me sanity. Sometimes my mental health became a struggle 
It has cost me rest because I have to stay up late and work and script and write and teach and all that. It has cost me life, not my physical life, but my spiritual life of carnality. Some of us, we enjoy our carnal life too much. But in order for me to go in this direction of being settled, of being rested, of being assured, of being anchored in the Lord, I had to deny parts of me. But you know what? This pursuit, this strong pursuit has brought me gains, <laughs> gains that I haven't even finished unpacking. And I don't know if I will ever finish unpacking before I am called. Hmm. After all these seven years, 2016 to 2023, I recently felt the completeness. Can you believe that? The completeness. And it's not like a magic number where, you know, you sit and wait for number year, seven years, seven years, seven years. No, it wasn't even on my radar. But for some reason, the completeness happened this year in the month of November, 2023. So today's episode is about the final positioning of your heart in its quest to be transformed, not by human standards, transformed not by some psychological or therapeutic model or approach or theory alone, and certainly not by some new age practices. And the reason why I hampered in not by psychological or therapeutic model or approach or theory alone is because therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, we are all gifted to help the body of Christ, to help people who are not even in the body of Christ, to help human beings in general have a healthy mental health. However, I personally believe strongly that belief is the major aspect of someone's health, mental health changing and transforming, someone's emotional health changing and transforming, someone's spiritual health changing and transforming. And so as a practitioner, what I do is I believe in whole healing, which is your spirit, your soul, and your body. And I also believe in the whole approach of not only the clinical interventions, but also aligning that to the word of God, aligning that to God so that you can get the whole healing possible. So I wanted to say that because I do believe that just by its by standing on itself alone, where you don't have anything other than a bunch of theories and a bunch of you know new age beliefs and all that, sometimes you can go in cycles. You can just repetitively just run in cycles and all you're looking for is a way to heal and do that work. And so heart transformation is a permanent, not having you go in cycles, but you're doing this permanently for your sanity, for your health, for your transformation, for your life and so on. So this final posturing of my heart came in a five-letter word, agree, A-G-R-E-E. If you can grab what I'm about to teach today, 2024 will be the year you pursue Jesus as he has been pursuing you all this while. So if you feel like, well, Kate, I am a staunch Christian, 
I do all the spiritual disciplines. I love Jesus. Well, I love Jesus in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, and 2023. And before 2016, I love Jesus. All those years, I thought I was good until one word kept bugging me. After I went through crises, I needed something, my anchor. But even after year after year of staying with my anchor and just pushing and pushing and pushing into Christ and growing deeper, this one word throughout 2023 has bothered me, has bugged me. And so I finally decided to learn it. Why didn't someone teach me, I thought, during this uh, uh, my early years of faith walk. Why, when I am 40, am I now learning this word? Heart Transformation Series 9 is all about faith. But I'm going to talk about faith from the angle of agreement. Because for you to go on the journey of heart transformation, everything that we have talked about from episode uh, of Series 1 up until now, has been, and actually, this is part nine. So episode 61, I would say 60, because I did an episode in there um, with my good friend, Kim. And so Heart Transformation Series Part Nine, can you believe it? Part nine is all about agreement. That word comes from what the word says in the word about faith. And so I want us to talk about that. And I want you to posture yourself because you are going to be, you're going to heal. You are going to finally get to that place where you're like, wow. So if you're ready, I want you to come on in. Okay, come on in, come closer, come closer. Let's go. brother, this is Kate Akokadezi, and it is great to have you listening today. What I aim to do with this podcast and the wider ministry of Godly Woman and Company is to help you heal and transform your heart and mind as you choose to honor God, serve others, and live in Christ every day. I believe healing is our choice, and once we embrace that process, we can truly heal others as we are healed. So I say healed people heal people. I want to welcome new listeners and viewers to Godly Woman and Company, where you can experience biblical life, well-being coaching, discipleship, therapy, and also community with God, great and good grace. You can find more about me, the founder, the host at chiefjoyactivator.com and this work of the ministry, you can follow us and find us at godlywomanandcompany.org. So I have a special announcement, okay? A special announcement just off the press. And if you are subscribed to our newsletter at Godly Woman and Company or ChiefJoyActivator.com, you have already been in the know. You have already been in the know because this special announcement was made last week. So 
You know, in 2020, I started working on a planner that the Lord had showed me to create and I launched it in 2022. I really didn't do much in terms of marketing the planner a lot, but I did have a good turnout of buyers. And this year, as I have been working heavily on Godly Woman and Company and my ministry and my purpose, another thing that the Lord asked me to do was to create this journal. And that is, it's not a journal that I just had to create all of a sudden. It's a journal that is based off of my approach and my process of healing. When I started my healing journey, my heart transformation in 2016, journaling was a very huge part. I have journal upon journals upon journals right here in my office that contains secrets. <laughs> That contain like my struggles, my tears, some of the pages you can see were once wet, you know, I, it contains a lot, journal upon journal upon journal entry. And this podcast is as a result of even those journal entries. And some of the things that I teach, I have to pull those journal entries and remind myself of what the Lord and the Holy Spirit taught and healed me on. And so if you're on YouTube, you will find that I'm holding the journal for you all to see. Yes. <laughs> I am so excited. I actually, um, you know, when I launched it over the newsletter, I was so excited. But at the same time, I said, I don't like marketing things that I do, you know, but I thank God that I am blessed with women around me who push me and who actually are like, hey. You need to, this is this needs to go worldwide because this is so good. And that was from a conversation that I had at a Christmas party over the weekend where my sisters, shout out to Charmaine and Jeanette, they were like, you, you got, you, listen, we got you. We're going to, we're going, they were all in on this journal. And I am so grateful that they encouraged me. And Charlene, Charmaine was like, Charmaine was like, how many do you have in your bag? And she opened my bag and my bag was empty except for the one that I took with me. And she's like, girl, you need to have like 10 in your bag wherever you go and just give it to people. And I said, oh, I know, but I'm, I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I'm so thankful for you all, my friends and my sisters who are pushing me and sharing the journal on social media and in your small groups and all that, like, hey, you know, I know of this lady, I know of this woman who has been through some journey, a journey that has helped her realize some of the things that God wants her to do. And her heart is in this space of perpetual joy, perpetual settlements, perpetual peace, perpetual abundance, all those things in her spirit. And I want you to follow her. I want you to get her first. This is not my first product. My planner is my first product and I love that planner and I'm still going to be using it in 2024. Hint, so if you need one, just reach out. Um, but this journal is about your heart. It's called the Wellspring Lifestyle. And if you go to chiefjoyactivator.com and hit on my resources tab, you find it there. 
You can find it on Amazon. Just go, uh, just search for the Wellspring Lifestyle in the Amazon search, and it'll be the one, the first one that pops up. And in here, I created this especially for women, especially for moms and daughters, especially because I want moms and daughters to have those conversations about heart and mind. I want you to catch the things, the little foxes in your daughter's heart before it is too late. I did not get that. And I want me and my daughter to have that relationship where she can say, mommy, I have regret. Oh, mommy, I have disappointment. Oh, mommy, I am struggling with this part of my life. Uh, my will or even my perception or my desires. You talk about the heart. On this journal, I have drawn what the heart of man represents. It's this thing that I designed and I have a post-it note of how it used to be. And I'm going to share the process on my Instagram. But it, it started with the Lord putting the, the design in my head. And then I grabbed a yellow post-it note and literally drew it. And then from here, I went on Canva and did. So this is my creation with the help of the Lord. And I want every woman, every daughter to grab this 52 weeks of you journaling about scripture and your heart. So if you want to see the inside, I want you to go to my website and you can be able to flip and look at the inside. And also hopefully you'll get, grab yourself a copy for Christmas and grab one for your daughters, your sisters, your moms, and have heart conversations around the table. Okay, so the Wellspring Lifestyle Journal is out and we have the Wellspring Retreat coming up too, yeah. <laughs> so that's the journal and that's the only announcement for today. So let's move on. So one thing that I want to say about our topic today is I want to start the teaching off with one of the famous Bible verses we all know so much about. It is impossible to please God, it says in Hebrews. For without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Now, how many times have you looked at Hebrews 11, 6 this way? I have heard it so many times, but you know, God is amazing. He just, you know, he opens up layers and layers of himself to you. And so today I want us to dive into this word of Heart Transformation Series Part 9, all about agreement, the power in agreement. The kingdom of God to be manifested in the world you and I live in requires from us this faith. Not just lip service of faith, but heart service of faith. I have heard Hebrews 11 and parts of it taught numerous times by well-known and unknown ministers, most referred to it as the faith, the faith chapter. In this chapter are definitions of faith, examples of biblical leaders and lay people who walked in faith. We get to learn from this chapter how their faith walk or faith journeys ended for them. A big part of faith in any relationship, dear sister, is both parties coming to a place of agreement. Agreeing on what is at stake for both parties in the relationship. So if you're going to move from that religious routines 
to a relationship, then we need to remember and agree with God. When we were young believers, not yet matured into followers and disciples, we kept religion as the default and did all things required. Now that we are maturing, craving deeper closeness with God, relationship is important. God's will for us has been set in his kingdom and for you and me to make that will a reality in our world today. To make it a reality, we must be willing and agree with him on what he wants to do with, for, and through us. God assured us right from creation what our inherent purpose is, okay? First, before he created man, God stated this purpose to the audience that was present with him. And remember, he said that, let us make man. So us, meaning there was an audience, Jesus, Holy Spirit. So this purpose, he said this, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Again, us, our, our to rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock and over all the earth itself and every creature that crawls upon it. Every creature that crawls upon it. And that's from Genesis 1.26. Then after God created them, male and female, God blessed them and said this to them again. So he now is telling them what their purpose is. Be fruitful and multiply. In versions like the NIV, it says, increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. I want you to circle increase in number, multiplication. To make an emphasis here about that increase in number, it is about multiplication. We see in Acts chapter 2, 42 to 47, that the apostles increased in number the more they remained devoted to Jesus and to each other. When you walk your purpose with integrity, with dignity, with everything that has to do with obedience under the grace of God, the blessings and works of your hands multiplies. It increases in number. You are never stagnant when you are in the will of God. You progress, you move forward, okay? Oh, that was so good. I think I should say that again because that was really good. And I want you to remember this about devotion to Christ, devotion to Jesus, and when what that means for you when it comes to your agreement with God, your faith that you have in Jesus. When you walk, dear sister, when you walk with purpose, when you walk, when you walk your purpose with integrity, with dignity, under the grace of God, the blessings and works of your hands are always, always going to multiply. They are going to increase in number. You are never stagnant when you are in the will of God. You progress and you move forward. Yes. We have been proposed for good works, okay? 
In other words, we have been purposed for good works from creation and before and even now. We have been purposed for good works. Before we stepped on this earth, dear sister, dear brother, your purpose was already assigned. Your assignments was already given. God had your assignments ready for you. Psalm 139 is a reminder of everything that God knows about us. So, created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Everything about you, God knows. Your work here on earth is settled and it is waiting for you to grab it. The question is, have you signed on to God's plan or are you on your own agenda or are you half and half? <laughs> I have mentioned this all throughout the heart transformation journey and series that God wants your heart, the total of you, not half or quarter, the total of you. Once you make the decision and come under Jesus's covering, you, without verbally saying it, aligned your spirit with God and silently inwardly agreed. Once you made that decision that Jesus was going to be the one that is going to be Lord over your life and so on, you really did agree with, with God. You made that agreement but you didn't say it verbally, somewhere in you, your spirit was like, you need Jesus and you got salvation. And now walking sanctification is about this here, about your faith, about your agreement with God. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot please God without your faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And a part of please also means agree. So without faith, you cannot agree with God. And we'll talk more about that. So that was then, right? When you started your journey in salvation. But then the process of renewing your mind and learning and relearning has been the minding the gap activities. Minding the gap is, you know, something that I love and I like to use a lot. I actually have a whole journal entry. I think it's my 2021 journal entries where I had minding the gap lessons. And I promise that I'm going to share those in another series that I do probably called minding the gap. And I'm going to talk about all the things that to move from point A to point B, you have to do to mind the gap. You know, hopping is usually something that we can do but can you, you know, you can do short distance hopping, like right here, you can hop over. And Mind the Gap, actually, when I went to London for work a few years ago, 2019, January of 2019, the, 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 the train stations, you know, it has these, these um, labels on the ground that says Mind the Gap. And I have pictures where I actually took a picture of my feet on one of those labels and it says Mind the Gap. Mind the gap between here and there. And you have to mind that gap when it comes to the moment you're saved and you go through baptism and all that and the moment where you're now in the world and living out your life as a child of God. It is the gap, the things that you do, those activities. The salvation was free. It did cost Jesus his life, but it was it's free for us. 
The sanctification comes at a cost. It comes at the cost of denying your carnal mind what she wants, what he wants, and surrendering to the spirit of God. Yes. Surrender <laughs> requires faith. The spirit of God is pure, blameless light. For the spirit of God matures within us, there must be the acceptance and agreement of yourself allowing this to happen. If you don't have that acceptance of God in agreement with God, the spirit of God cannot mature within you. Yes. Some of us are desperately fighting, fighting internal battles and demons every day. Jesus wants us to be with him. Jesus wants to help us and relieve us of these battles, whether mental, physical, physical, uh, sexual, um, you know, all those emotional, whatever battle it is, Jesus wants to relieve us. But we must make agreement our default in our belief of who God says he is and have faith in who he is. There, there are characteristics that make a relationship healthy or unhealthy. In our relationship with the Lord, trust is a big component of that healthy relationship. God cannot do what he wants to do here on earth without his children, and his children must agree with his plan so that it is successful here on earth. Have you seen two people who do not agree on accomplishing something get anything done? Nope. Everything they try to touch becomes nothing. <laughs> no, that was like everything accomplished something, nothing. Adam agreed with Eve who agreed with Satan and thus the fallout. Hmm. Think of that. Some of us are in agreement with the enemy, in agreement with unhealthy voices in this world, more than with the word of God, more than with the Lord or even healthy anointed voices that keep telling you what to do, how to do it, where to go, and how to approach even God. Some of the agreements we make with the enemy lies within our soul struggles with sin, with worry, with anxiety, with desires of the flesh, with revenge, with unforgiveness, and so on. Our struggles with sin, and I have a whole episode, episode 61 on sin, the question for you to journal on about this is this. Why do I seem to agree with the enemy and those unhealthy voices more than agreeing with God? Journal on that. Could it be by agreeing with God that I face my fears? Ooh. Could it be that I'm not agreeing with God because by agreeing with God, I face the fact that I don't believe. <laughs> face the fact that we do not fully believe in God as we thought we did. And you know what? That is okay. And it is a beautiful place to be in. Jesus wants to meet you right there too. You don't have to be perfect to come to him and walk with him. You have to know and believe and step forward and he'll walk with you and teach you if you will allow him to teach you. 
We must be honest with ourselves enough to say that I can't agree with the Lord because doing so means being positioned for the burdens as well as the blessings, but more so the burdens. And I'm not sure if I have the faith enough to walk through the burdens. This is hard. This is where some of you are today, questioning what this faith journey is like with the Lord as you're going through challenges, as you're going through struggles, dear sister. And I'm hoping that as you're listening to this podcast, you will finally come to this realization that for all these years, you haven't been truly truthful and honest with yourself and with God. To be able to say that, God, I I thought I believed in you, but my faith is shaky right now. And I'm hearing your word that without faith, it is impossible to please you. It is impossible to agree with you. And I think I haven't done a good job of having faith in you. That is a prayer and a repentant repentance that the Lord embraces. Not the pride and the feeling of I, I know it all and I know God and all that. But posturing your heart in that repentance. The newsflash, dear sister, is that if you are listening and you're now thinking that, oh, snap, I haven't agreed with God on many things. If it is fear of suffering or some other fear, whether you agree or not, suffering will still come, right? So why don't you get in this posture of agreeing with God so that when the suffering comes, you go deeper and deeper in him to show you how to navigate that season because it's a season and it will pass it will pass dear sister i would like to finally then define the word agree we have talked so much about it now let's define it or even agreements let's define them from let from the latin word word ad gratis this means pleasing pause 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 Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible to agree with God. Pause here, dear sister, and let it sink in. Really, truly, let it sink in. If you really go deeper into God's word and you start understanding the definitions of word in the world, and how these words came to be the translations from Hebrew to English and all the other translations that came before it was the Bible was translated into English, you will find that truly our heart needs this. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And you go around saying it and I'm doing everything to please God. But then the deepest, deepest meaning here is agree with God. Without faith, you cannot get on the same page with God. It is a prerequisite. (laughs) Agreement with God requires faith. Wow. Faith is the absolute acceptance that something is. If you do not agree with God, you haven't fully accepted him for who he is. And yet, he accepts you, all of you, even when you doubt. I told you that this series and this episode is not, it's the point 
in the process of her transformation where you get to decide. Are you choosing God or are you choosing the world? You get to decide because faith right now is looking like you don't agree with God. You haven't agreed for a long time and you are struggling. You're going through all these things and you're trying to figure out why, you know, the healing, the miracle, the abundance and all that stuff. Why isn't it happening? I'll tell you my story, not today because it's a long story, but the shortened version is this. Seven years, as I said in the opening, seven years of me trying and trying and doing this and that and that and that and, that and crying and all that. Seven years. It was about my faith. It was about my acceptance of God. It was about my agreement with God. And it took seven years for me to get to this place of completeness where I'm like, God, it is you and no other person because I have signed up to your agenda. I have surrendered. And a lot of us are saying all these things, but you're not, you haven't accepted God for who he is and you haven't agreed, but we say we have faith. This message is when you get to look in the mirror and be honest with yourself and be honest with God and ask yourself, do I fully agree with the Lord? From the Latin word, it went into old French as agreer. The French referred to agreement as concordat, which is covenant or contract. A covenant relationship, a covenant relationship like David and Jonathan had one key characteristic, agreement. And then from Old French to Late Middle English as agree, the Greeks referred to it as symphonio or symphony. Ever been to a symphony orchestra? If all the artists weren't in agreement, in harmony, what would your ears be listening to? <laughs> so where there is conflict, there is discord. Again, back to music. There is disharmony. There is disagreement. You are fighting with God. Essentially, you're fighting with yourself because God lives within you. Yet you try and you are trying to dismiss his existence within you. And if you're not dismissing his existence, you are doubting it. And if you're not doubting his existence, you are rejecting it. And if you're not rejecting his existence, you're just in this place of confusion. You are truly missing out on fully acknowledging God's power within you. The moment you agree with God, there is a resurrected power within you that no one can touch not even the devil. <laughs> Without faith, it is impossible to please God. It is impossible to agree with God. Change in any area of our lives requires belief. Belief matures our hearts in faith through a total trust, acceptance, and agreement of who God is. You have faith in God. 
do you agree with God? <laughs> An agreement with God is a covenant relationship between you and him. And in such a relationship, there must be trust, there must be focus, there must be continuous delight in who God is. Note, I did not mention understanding here because you do not need to understand who God is or his will before you agree. Can someone say amen? Because when you open that Bible, a lot of the people in there, a lot of the biblical characters in there, the stories, most of them who acted by faith did not agree and they did not understand. But when they finally got to this place of agreement and they went through with it, they understood. <laughs> wow. A relationship with Jesus is one relationship and the one relationship that you will enter based on a word. And as the relationship progresses, the word becomes alive in you and you begin to see miracles, transformations, and you begin to understand. So here are some examples of agreements in the Bible. 2 Corinthians 6.15, do not be in harmony with Satan. Yes, sister. Luke 12, Luke 15, verse 25, harmony, music brought the prodigal son. It brought people together. It brings people together. They agree. Luke 5, verse 36, the old and the new cannot coexist. The new will not match the old. Matthew 21 through 16. Now I want you to really study Matthew 21 through 16. As the laborer of Jesus, you must agree to do the work, no matter how hard you know it will get. When you do not agree to do the work, you may delay your blessing and your reward may be the same as the one who started late. If you do not agree to do God's work with Jesus about your work, then another person who agrees will receive the blessing. Note, God will always find people who agree with him and are willing to go all in. Acts 5, 9. Remember Ananias and Sapphira? Matthew 18, 19. Two must agree. Amos 3, 3. There, this is a famous one. Can two walk together unless they agree? Colossians 2.8, be mindful, do not agree with false teachings. 2 Corinthians 6.16, do not agree with idols. And 1 Corinthians 7.5 is about marriage and the agreement in marriage. For God's power and presence to be felt and witnessed, we must agree with him. For there to be progression in any relationship, the people in that relationship must agree, right? Agreement unleashes collective power and influence. Agreement is very powerful, and without it, no relationship can survive. If you do not agree with God on his word, his will, and his ways, you are out of covenant. Whoo! Wow. Again, there are moments in my episodes of this this podcast where I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to repeat that because it's for emphasis. So let me say that again. For God's power and presence to be felt and witnessed, we must agree. 
for there to be progression in any relationship, dear sister, the people in that relationship must agree, dear brother. Agreement unleashes collective power and influence. Agreement is very powerful and without it, no relationship can survive. You know that. If you do not agree with God on his word, his will, and his way, you are out of covenant. You are disobeying and you cannot do what he is truly asking you to do until you agree with him. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. The definition and meaning of agree, please, without faith, it is impossible to agree with God. The moment you agree with God, you accept him as he is. There is this peace that surrounds your heart. It surrounds you everywhere. And you, you because of that, you finally are surrendered and you are in a place that is rested. You're whole. You are complete in Jesus. So, dear sister, let me ask, what prevents us from agreeing with God? You know, we can list a ton of things, but the main one that I want us to focus on comes straight from the Bible. And this is because our will hasn't fully embraced and accepted God. <laughs> our will hasn't accepted God and our will hasn't decided to align with God. The one thing that prevents us from agreeing with God is our faith. And faith is what? Your acceptance of who God is. Faith right there in Hebrew, it says, for without faith, it is impossible to please God, to agree with God. Everything we struggle to accept from God is because of our unbelief, our mistrust, our lack of faith. So there is this disobedience that leads to sin and we live with unrepentant heart. We come to God with even praying and without praying for repentance. Sin distracts us and mutes or muffles the voice of the spirit within us. And so we don't hear from God. <sighs> In Romans 8 verse 3, we see that God and Jesus agree, right? And together in spirit, the spirit is weakened. The flesh is weakened. In Romans 8 verse 3, we see that God and Jesus agreed and together in spirit, the bad spirits or the flesh is weakened. To overcome the desires of the flesh, you can do that by yourself, dear sister. We need the power of God. We need to agree with God to overcome the, the flesh, the things that makes us do what we do. Going to seek counseling, going to therapy must include an active presence of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. The only way that the sin within can be condemned is under the authority of Jesus. So you get your mind renewed as you get your spirit cleansed. Isn't that beautiful? That Jesus and therapy, God and therapy, you know, biblical, biblical counseling, biblical therapy helps you renew your mind and cleanses your spirit. 
in this repentance where there is baptism and all those ceremonial cleanses that you do, <sighs> sanctification is the journey. Let your eyes be set on that, dear sister, that as you have been baptized, as you have repented, as you have been saved, your journey is about sanctification. It's about cleansing. It's about holiness. And so let your yes be yes and your no be no, so that you don't dabble in the middle, which is a sign of disagreement and it is actually evil. You can read Matthew 5, 37. So if you're disagreeing with God in any way, I need you to look in the mirror. I want to wrap up by going back to where we started this teaching, Hebrews 11, and look at the faith journeys of the biblical leaders and what they did actually, what they received. Did they receive anything really? The kingdom of God can often be seen as an upside down kingdom. We see in Hebrews that agreement with God leads to understanding, not understanding God leads to agreement. <laughs> agreement first leads to understanding, not understanding first and then agreeing. See, it's an upside down because in this world that we live in, in the workplace, in our relationships with human beings, we try to understand them first and then agree with them. We try to understand what they're saying and then agree. But with God, your relationship with God, what you're doing is what? You have to agree, whatever it is, and then understanding comes. So because of their faith, Abel was commended as righteous. Agreement establishes our righteousness with God. You are in alignment. You are in obedience and poised to put that faith into action. Enoch gained eternal life for agreeing with God. You have peace about your life where you're going and you simply believe you accept God as he is from his word. You have faith. Noah, this is what, this one is my favorite. Noah moved in fear towards God and did not move away from God. He gained righteousness and power. So you may be afraid or in fear of your healing journey, your transition, your life change, your heart transformation. I want you to move anyway. Even if you have to move in fear, move in fear towards God and remember Noah. Abraham moved in blind trust. He moved in faith and was very obedient. Abraham had his faith and gained an inheritance and legacy. And Sarah, you know, the story of Abraham and Sarah, you find in there that Abraham laughed and Sarah laughed initially about God's promises. But later, through their agreements, they saw the blessing of many generations. You see in your mind, you believe in your heart. You see in your mind, you believe in your heart. You welcome the invitation to partake in the promise, the opportunity. Abraham also embraced the promise and had healthy reasoning of who God is. He had no doubt about the presence of God. 
Abraham believed yet did not see his generations to come. Wow. Isaac blessed other people's future, even when his was what it was. And Jacob had a heart of gratitude and worship. Irrespective of your circumstances in life, dear sister, dear brother, what kind of spirit, what kind of attitude have you had lately? Wow. Joseph had contentment and faced his death with peace. You are settled in unlikely places. You have peace in this agreement with God. Moses' parents simply believed and knew their child had divine assignment, so had no fear. They moved in faith for their child's destiny. You may be the one person that someone needs today to be their warrior. What are you waiting for? Get out of your flesh. Agree with God and fight for your sister. Fight for your husband. Fight for your brother. Fight for your parent. Fight for your child. Fight for their destiny. And don't worry about yours because God has already sent someone to agree and fight for you. Moses' parents fought for him. Moses' parents simply believed and knew their child had divine assignments, so they had no fear. You have been positioned in someone's life to fight for them. You have been positioned in someone's life to pray for them. You have been positioned in someone's life to, to walk with them through a journey. You have been positioned in someone's life as a friend, but you're not doing what you're supposed to do because you're focused on you and you and you. Moses' parents moved in faith for their child's destiny. You have been positioned in a person's life and you need to move in faith for their destiny. You may be the one person that someone needs today to be their warrior, to be their friend, to be their, their mentor, to be their coach, to be their therapist, to be their counselor, to be their pastor, to be their, their friend, to be their brother, to be their sister, to be somebody that that person can hold on so they can see Jesus. What are you waiting for? Get out of your flesh and agree with God. You better agree with God for what he has assigned you to, dear sister, dear brother. Get out of your flesh, agree with God and fight for your sister, fight for your husband, fight for your marriage, fight for your brother, fight for your parents, fight for your child. If you're fighting for your marriage, and that other person is like not even here and they've gone and gone and gone. It's a different story. But know in your heart that what God has purposed you to do, you're doing and you're fighting for them. Don't worry, dear sister, dear brother, as you are positioned and assigned to do something for somebody. Don't worry about yours because God has already sent someone to also fight for you. <laughs> Powerful. Powerful. Just agree with God. Be like Moses' parents. Fight for those people that you know you need to fight for. Moses himself chose a side. <laughs> he wasn't lukewarm. His yes was his yes. Even if that yes meant it cost him suffering. It cost him relationships. It cost him a luxury life. He chose a side. 
Some of us are not choosing sides because we want our luxury life. We want the life of whatever, soft life, all that. So we are not choosing a side. We take a little bit of this and we take a little bit of that and we just make it become what we think it is. And then in ourselves, we are cycling through mental health. We are cycling through emotional issues. We are cycling through spiritual battles and we are refusing to choose a side, to choose a side, to choose a side. Yes, no, choose and live in that belief. If it's no, live in it. But don't put yourself in this space where you are suffering because of confusion, because of this. When you choose a side and it's a yes for Jesus, the suffering comes. But this time you have an anchor and he's going to help you in a very special way that it's no longer cycles, but you have relinquished your will. And you're allowing him to help you do the work. The Israelites, when they agreed with God, saw miracles, they had protection, they had triumph. Your agreement taps into unspoken miracles. Your agreement taps into unspoken miracles. Miracles not according to your imagination and timeline, but simply you hope and believe for those miracles of what God has promised he will do. Rahab was brave and that bravery was rewarded. Where is your warrior spirit of Ephesians 6? In agreement, we see many benefits. There is peace, there is strength, there is multiplication. You will be rewarded for your faith. You must agree with all of God, not some, all of God. You are assigned to someone, someone's life journey. So you need to get to work. Since God had, and I want you to underline had, planned something better for us so that only under and only together would they be made perfect? And this is from Hebrews 11, when you go down into the scripture, verse 40. Since God had, emphasis on had, planned something better for us so that only together, emphasis on together, would they be made perfect, emphasis on perfect, that something can only be made perfect from our agreement with God. Using the tense had here, because your destiny, your purpose was already established in the heavens and now revealed in God's will. Question is, do you accept this destiny and purpose work? Your acceptance denotes agreement, dear sister, dear brother. Using together, again, the emphasis together in the scripture means you and God, Jesus, Holy Spirit must be one on the same page for the perfection to happen. Wow. Perfection comes from increasing walk of faith, agreement to pursue God, pursue holiness, pursue healing, pursue that which God loves and hating what God 
hates. See Proverbs 6, 16 to 19 for what God hates. So now, dear sister, down to the why. The big, the big question is, how can you come into agreement with God, with who you are in Christ? And finally, how can you come into agreement with others? Some of you may have been listening to my podcast for a long time. You probably just signed on and you have disagreed and shook your head and done so many things. So many things. You are yet to agree with some of the things that I have spoken about or God has spoken or tugged at your heart based on you listening to my podcast episodes. So your three actions for today. I would like for you to not unfriend or unsubscribe from somebody that God has sent you to you to challenge you and to grow you. Lean in because that's where the healing is. That's where the, 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 the peace is. That's where you know God is working. Three actions for today. Follow us, Godly Woman and Company, Chief Joy Activator. Questions, of course, coaching questions for you. Number one, what is my agreement with God? And is it biblical? What is preventing me from agreeing with God? What or who am I agreeing with God on? What or who am I agreeing with instead of God? How would you or how would agreement with God look like in my life? And how can I come into agreement with God? And three, pray. It is always a great time walking in my purpose of teaching and building others up in the ways of God. I have tasted it and I know it is my heart work. This is where peace and joy resides. Living free is everyday godly decisions that frees your heart and mind, feeds your heart and mind, and focuses your heart and mind, dear sister, dear brother. My heart is full, and I hope yours is too. Listen, I want us to do the work. I want us to be different, and difference-making is you standing with Jesus, you choosing a side living in your fullness of your calling. I am so happy that I get to be your purpose journey partner. I get to walk with you as you unleash the power within you, as you become free in Christ, as you continue to pursue this healing and holiness and transformation. There is work to do to transform hearts and minds around the world. And it is one heartbeat at a time. So I want us to choose to be free. Let's choose to live free. Let's choose to stay free. Being faithfully renewed, encouraged, and exceptional women and men of God. This is Kate, your Chief Joy Activator. Until next time, may God's goodness and mercy follow you always. And remember, healed people heal people. So I want you to go out into the world and heal someone today. Choose to live free. I love you. Bye.